Hi everyone, this is Tony. I'm the Dungeon Master for D&D Raw, and with me today are the following players. Hi, I'm Chris, and I'll be playing Orc Fireforge, the Hill Dwarf Forge Cleric. Hey, I'm Rachel, and I'm playing Dahlia Restrick, the Asimar Phoenix Sorcerer. Hey, this is Nick, and I will be playing Luvin Cromdell, the Half-Elf Alchemist Artificer. Next time will be Sharpened Quill, Episode 16. Join us now for Rumble Squad, Episode 2-8, Scribbles on Paper and a Handshake. Last time, Rumble Squad returned from the plane of Elemental Earth, having acquired the Soul of the Earth. After rescuing Asentheus from a fire and dealing with a lightning cat, the party spent some downtime, both reacquainting themselves with the people of Asentheus and working on a few projects. As they awoke one morning, however, they found themselves miles and miles away from the Rigorum, and after wandering through some caves for a moment, Oric realized they were just outside of his hometown of Von Rim, with no idea of how they got there. So, Rumble Squad, as you stand on this cliff that leads towards the path into uh, the surface area of Von Rim, having just arrived here this morning, Anvil and the cart behind you, I assume you head towards the city itself. Yeah, I think we were following Oric like, uh, hello? Because you were, Oric was like, this seems familiar. Yeah, Oric recognizes his home, his childhood home. So, stepping down the path that leads towards the main city entrance from the mountainside, you begin to walk towards the town, bustling as shops are opening up for the day. And the very first thing you notice, now Oric, you know at the entrance to town, as people come through, there's this big message board that they post news on the town, any job postings might be there. But as you are approaching, you see something a little out of the ordinary. Jeremy, what do they see? They see a about a seven foot, almost seven foot uh, minotaur with, he has two very long dark horns, but one of them is broken or is the very tip. And he's wearing a very fancy dark tricorn with a large peacock feather in it. And in his garb, he's, it's very fine regal type wear. Just imagine a, a musketeer from the Three Musketeers, but a motley of colors. A lot of purple, a lot of yellow, with highlights of white, and a few kind of rhinestone along some of the, uh, the edges and hems. And at his side, you see a very nice rapier, and on his back, you actually see a large bass flute. At his side, opposite his rapier, is a little hand drum and around his neck is an ocarina it's like a one-man band yes exactly and he's you see him brushing a large uh, notice on the board probably twice as large as any of the other ones on there and he's kind of making sure that it's very neat and fine up there and clean of any blemishes jeremy what you see approaching you are three well-equipped individuals with a mule and cart traveling immediately behind them. So, you guys all approach. Jeremy, you clearly recognize that these are, just from your own travels, 
experienced individuals. <laughs> well met, travelers. I see you are familiar with the road. I could use help as such as yours. Are you interested? Are you offering breakfast first? Breakfast, maybe? Certainly, certainly. Come, follow me. I have a very well-established place that I can lead you to. The breakfast is divine. Is he? Tur- are you turning around to like walk leading in a direction now? Oh yeah, I'm pretty much expecting you just to follow. Yes. I'm going to cast message to Orc and be like, do you know this guy? Is he normal? Is he from around here? He doesn't look like a dwarf. There were never any minotaurs in Von Grimm when I lived here, but this whole experience is rather disorienting. Okay. So I will say as a brief side note, you all know what a minotaur is. However, they are extremely rare to see in civilized uh, places, in large settlements like this. You have never heard of one look the way he does. <laughs> yes, I've been here for almost a week now, and uh, I have become familiar with the place. Great. I'm looking forward to it. And, well, while familiar is relative, and I pat Oric on the back, at least one of us is. Oh, it, it is filled with, with many people and many stories. It is, yes, one of the most interesting places I have been to in many, many years. Your symbol. Your symbol. I recognize it. But I cannot place. What does it represent? Look to Oric, knowing that this is... <laughs> I'm probably in the back going, no, 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 like doing the like, cut it off. Well, I'm don't, glad don't. that you asked. Why? Why would you do this? <laughs> I will I will slow down a little bit and I will get next to uh, Oric and I will be just enraptured by what he's about to say. I'll actually pull out a little handbook and quill. This is the symbol of Yadomin, the greatest god that ever was. These weapons are tribute to his benevolence. That is, that is all? I'm about to say, the Holy Forge Company is emblazoned on the card as well, right? The name and the symbol. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you see that as, yeah. You see all of that. Ah, okay. Didn't realize there was Holy Forge. Holy Forge, all right. Yarumi. I, I will proceed to spell it out for him. This sounds familiar. I will place this. All right. All right, yes, yes, come, follow me. Are you taking him to the Short Nomad, which is the inn and tavern on the surface? Yes, yes, I am. You guys uh, head towards a somewhat fanciful Dwarven Inn. One thing you notice, like, as you are approaching, uh, beside the raucous sound of laughter and merriment on the inside, are several, like, cloves of garlic hanging outside, a couple of symbols of, like, general protection. Or you don't have to roll or anything for this. You are aware, noticing, like, these seem like... Maybe a little bit of superstitious wards against undead, more than anything else. Do I remember this place? Like, was it around when I was here? It was. It looks a lot more built up than when you were here, though. You know it is run by the Greybeard family. I I remember this place. They had some good food from when I was here before. I'm sure they won't disappoint. As I said, it is divine. I'll tell you about Divine. I will pull out my paper and quill once again, expectantly. Let's sit down. Sermons are best given on a full stomach. You walk into a raucous tavern, as there are dwarves of all sorts preparing for their morning meal uh, with their morning ales and just enjoying the fresh start to the day. Um, You notice this uh, female dwarven barkeep towards the back. A little short, even for a dwarf. Tangle of golden hair, narrow hazel eyes, wearing just 
modest garments um, and has a few simple rings on her fingers as she is just taking orders at different tables and she looks up at you. Hey, take a table at the back. We have a few available if you want. Ah, Krogner, good to see you again. Please sit. I'll get you. Uh, you want the big stout on the house, eh? Of course, of course. And these meals are on me, so just put it on my tab and I will gladly take care of anything that they wish to have today. Aye, you're always a good one, Krognar. I'll take care of you. Or, uh, you got the big enough table for you back there and she'll point off into a far corner of the room. <laughs> Thank you, lass. I much appreciate it. She smiles widely and scurries off to go get uh, your meal. I wink at her. So you guys all gather around this large stone table that uh, seems to be made to seat more than just four people. But Krognar takes about two of those seats. They charge me double when I fly. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd sidle up, probably sit like across from him, just so I can, you know, discuss whatever we need to discuss. Taking a seat and ready for breakfast because, man, we were woken up in a tunnel and I'm hungry and I get hangry if I don't get fed. Yeah, I'll take a seat uh, next to Dahlia. And I guess I'll take a, a seat next to Krognar and I'll start getting ready to do a sermon. Because he, he, I seem to have him hooked. Ugh, while he's doing that, I'm going to pull out some twigs and just start flicking them on fire. Like, ugh, just absent-mindedly. <laughs> I will, in the little margin, I will be Dahlia Fire, question mark. With little effort, you do notice that Dahlia seems to uh, just, these twigs just seem to catch fire and turn off and catch fire and turn off. It is not long before massive plates are placed in front of each of you with several scrambled eggs and lots of ham and some bacon and large mugs of ale. Uh, Krognar getting one that seems to be maybe a little bit more recently made and twice the size of any of the other mugs at the table. It is basically Das Boot by comparison. But Das Boot is the size of normal dwarven. Steins. It is the Das Boot of Dwarven Steins. So you find yourselves alone. Nora just like kind of gives you a, a pat on the arm. Krognar is like a good to see you again before she... Anything else I can get for you? Is this all good? It, will this, and she looks up at you, Krognar. Will this be enough food for you? You know I always have seconds. Ah, I'll get it ready for you. And she looks at she looks at the rest of you at the table. Aye, this is a good one. This is one you want to be friends with. Looks over at you and just kind of like smiles politely and has like a look of like she can't tell if she recognizes you or not but she then scurries back off and i'm just smiling ear to ear or horn to horn at all of you like should we talk now or wait till our bellies are even more full i think the first thing we should do is actually properly introduce ourselves you said your name's krognar oh yes yes krognar one horn live in Cromdell. charmed pleasure pleasure dahlia resterick hi I be Auric Fireforge. Auric, well met, well met, everyone. What brings you to uh, Von Rim? That is a good question. One which we don't have the answer to, to be honest. We're looking for business proposals. Then it is meant to be, because I have a business proposal for you. Ooh, what kind of trade do you work in? I am a storyteller. I look for truth. I immediately start squinching my face like, that's not a sellable good. You would be surprised at how sellable that is. You just need to find the right people. Killing more like goods, like a motion to Auric and Leuven. Physical goods, you know, armor, weapons. Gold? 
I mean, there's gold usually exchanged, preferably gold or platinum. But yeah. I have been hired to find the truth and knowledge of a certain rumor that has been going around. I have no idea for how long, but it seems to be as many, many years. And gold will be received for this knowledge and squashing of this rumor. Putting an end to it, I shall say. He referred to it as squashing, which I reserve that for bugs. Sounds like the type of job that would need some um, adventuring allies. Yes, indeed. That is why when I saw you enter town, I was like, hmm, those are exactly the people I need. You can call us jointly the Rumble Squad. Rumble Squad? Hmm. I must write that down. Interesting indeed. I was not a part of the picking of the name. I would just like that to be put out there. I also did not pick the name of the Holy Forge Company. I merely work on contracts. <laughs> <laughs> well, then consider this a contract. Shall we write up the papers? Of course. I'll actually pull out from my, my backpack. I have a small stack of like leaflets that are like have some of that like pre-written contract language. It's like all binding, blah, 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 blah. We agree to do fill in blank here for X amount of money. Ah, you have come prepared. You have come prepared. I much like. I usually just write it down kind of randomly and, you know, do my little scrawl. Do you know where we're going to be going? How much is the pay? The agreed amount price for Gilan for you was to pay you 150 gold for the job. However, you are aware that he gave you the option if you wanted to hire on some people, he would be willing to renegotiate said price. Well, I was given um, 150 for myself, but I was given permission to subcontract as well, at which point there would be some renegotiation. As a note, Krognar, you know Gilan is the head of the Merchants Guild in Vunrim, and that the reason for the rumors are, of course, bad for business. Do you relay any of that to us? Yes, I do. I was going to say, what do I know about uh, the person? Gilan? Yeah, Gilan. Roll a history check. Could I as well? Go for it. You actually might have heard of him. I assume I would not have. You would not have. Okay. Six. Nine. Or there's something about the name Gilan. Like you feel like deep down you've heard of the name and you don't remember why. Uh, Dolly, have you never heard of him? So, so you say head of the Merchants Guild, huh? Yes, yes. I would, as as my personal cut, I mean, as looking to Leuven and Orc, whatever they decide they would like for money-wise, that's that's their, you know, decisions. But I would actually more prefer to speak in person to this Gilan and maybe strike up some deals and connections in lieu of money. I was in fact about to uh, suggest that myself. I could see some opportunities there. I'd actually be glad to come along. I feel like we can make some uh, great negotiations. I could be a chance to finally get some coin for some of my wares. This whole bartering and trading thing and mucking about in the woods has gotten old. So it's been uh, a long time since you've been in a, a civilized land, eh? I, it's been many a ten day. Oh, well, it sounds like you have many stories to tell. As you're talking, another plate is placed in front of you, Krognar. Yep. And I am quite nimble and agile with my food. I am very prim and proper at the table. I seem like I'm about to dig in, but then but then I kind of notice Krognar using etiquette, and I, I then somehow am, am using okay etiquette, as though maybe I have practiced at some point. I'm just, like, eating away. Like, ah, yeah. You can tell I like food. <laughs> I'm about to say, does the food get even more cooked as you eat it? I'm just curious more cooked than most people probably like their food. I don't have much of a choice sometimes. 
just well done instead of, you know, medium well. I just eat like normal. I don't I don't do anything different than how I normally do. Like a normal dwarf. Yeah. Is there anything you guys want to talk about with your new found uh, friend? Let me tell you how the gods came about. No, no. We have questions about the job. We've. I'm going to like put, put my hand sort of in front of Oryx's face. Yes, you, you, you can tell me on the way to go see uh, Galan. Fine. Job first. Then we'll follow up with the sermon. Stories, yes. Sermon, maybe not. Anyways, so rumors. What kind of rumors are these? Are they like juicy rumors? Are they scandalous rumors? Are they like, you know, he has rats in his back pockets kind of rumors? Like what kind of rumors are we talking about? You have an interesting sense of rumors. I would not say they're juicy, unless you consider guts juicy. Though there are no guts in this rumor that I know of yet. Murder? Intrigue? Hmm. No, people have been disappearing, but then they have returned several days later. But the people around them claim that they are not the same person that they once were. Whether that be just different or just not that person at all. Claiming that, no, this is not my husband. This is someone else completely different. Like a doppelganger. Yes, yes. Yes, precisely. Doppelganger. I've had experience with these. Best to deal with them with fire. I will take your word for it. That is uh, currently the extent of what I know. I know that any bad luck that occurs in this, uh, this city is, as you know, this, or maybe you do not know, this is where the... Cataclysm originated. This is where the, per- the permanent uh, portal to the Shadow Realm resides. So the old town underneath here has been abandoned, and many people associate these disappearances with the remnants, perhaps, of what is left of the Shadowfell. I, as a child, they told us always stay away from that area lest you get pulled into another realm. I assume Cataclysm is a popular game here. No, it's it's a little bit of too much dark humor. So you said to the shadow fell. Yes, yes. So, so, so I, as I understand it. So I do not know if these disappearances are connected to that, but many people um, believe that there is a connection. So we can discover the source of the current rumors, whoever may be spreading it, or perhaps go straight to people that have supposedly disappeared and see where they have disappeared and perhaps see if there is in fact disappearances for a reason. Tony, would there be any kind of historical precedent that I, I might know of uh, for something like this have, having happened before? Or me, if I would have heard either, like, folk tales or something in regards to it. You can make history checks. Dahlia. Uh, 18 total. Orc. 5. Leuven. 24. Orc, you're gearing up for that sermon. Oh, yeah. That's what your mind's focused on. You're just making sure you have everything just right bringing out my best speeches. Dahlia and Lumen, you're trying to think back on, like, if there's any historical, like, relationship to this permanent portal or to, like, just disappearances like this in general? Um, I'd be thinking of disappearances in general, probably. Yeah, I was I was thinking the same. There's a whole variety of potential things. Usually charm effects can cause it. Um, you have both heard of uh, the works of Daryl Mavis and uh, the events that took place on the first anniversary of the end of the Cataclysm in Orenthal, that there were these aberrations that would take over people's minds. But that's fairly well documented overall. Um, Luvin, with your 24, you have heard that there's just been, ever since the Permanent Portal, a string of, for lack of a better term, bad luck. 
that has happened in the city of Von Rim. Oryx told you some of it, but you've heard little tales from travelers back in your hometown of just like all of these terrible events that everybody chalks up to, again, lack of a better way to put it, the bad juju from the uh, permanent portal to the Shadowfell that had formed here 150 or so years ago. You know, that lines up, now that I think about it, with a lot of things I've heard, uh, both just, uh, I, I like to study when I can, so certainly the works of Daryl Mavis, uh, but also just rumors about Von Rim. This place has not had a good streak of luck, has it? No, it has not. That's been since the cataclysm from what everyone seems to imply. Yeah, so I don't understand why the rumors would be tied directly to Galan. Specifically, unless he opened the portal or something? No, no, no. You misunderstand. Galan is the head of the Merchant's Guild, and this is all bad for business. So, in investigating these disappearances, many people believe that these disappearances are related to the historical bad luck of the portal. Okay, so they're not tied directly to him for any reason. No, no. I'll also make a note, Krognar. One thing Galan kind of mentioned offhand was that, you know, also it seems these people who disappear just don't want to come back up to the surface to shop anymore. They stay in their homes. Like, most of them that have disappeared live in the Undercity, um, away from that area, the, the cursed area, but still live in the other city, but they'd make trips to the surface to buy some supplies and stuff like that. The people who disappeared just don't seem to do that anymore. Ah, gotcha. I will relay that. Yeah, business. So it was seen. So he is also losing um, frequent business as well. <laughs> okay, so Gillon's trying to revitalize the local economy and I guess get more tourism? It's a good cause. I like this. All right, I'm on board. Yeah, the permanent portal to the Shadowfell never quite hit it as a tourist destination. Really? Really? I find it very interesting. Hey, we get the occasional oddball scholar that comes through, but... Other than that, most people don't exactly feel like visiting someplace like that. I wave at you as you say occasional oddball scholar. <laughs> yeah, apparently I am an oddball scholar. Just figure out why these people are disappearing or how they're disappearing, what's happening to them. So we can kind of set that at ease, I'm guessing, is the most straightforward ending. Correct. Put an end to people disappearing, whether that be the rumors themselves or if there is in fact disappearances, not just rumors putting a stop to that. You know, we have experience with closing portals. Really? Excellent. Excellent. I have indeed picked the right people. Totally pitching us. It's like this really awesome group. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Again, grinning, you know, horn to horn. Well, specifically, they have experience, but I'm definitely helpful. Well, yeah, since, you know, you take care of the contracts, you gotta, you gotta make that known. Somebody has to. All right, so I guess, would we be signing a contract with you, or do you think we would be better waiting off and, and signing with Galan? No, I suggest let's visit Galan, and we can, you know, I would say we all sign a contract as a group or individually. Sounds good. As we uh, renegotiate as needed. Yeah, we should start fresh, as I am not very good with contracts, so subcontracting through me, as I said, it is scribbles on paper and a handshake. I frequent the uh, Nebraslow network, so I'm also available for your copy editing needs. We'll get this done. Oh, excellent, excellent. Uh, which, Luvin, you remember, you have two months worth of back pay to pay to the Nebraslow network. Anyways, um, you guys heading over to see Galan? Uh, Krognar, you would know that he 
during uh, the morning, especially, just goes around the marketplace to make sure everything is ship shape. Yes, I will. I will lead them there and uh, again, keep an eye out for him. So you guys head towards the main marketplace, which is still kind of setting up. No one's fully open for the day. Um, and you see all sorts of wares, various foods, some armor, some weapons, some jewelry, just all sorts of people set up shop here. Uh, both Krognar and Oric, you are aware that what there is a deal between the Merchants Guild to help sell things for the uh, various masons in the Undercity. They charge a small fee, but the masons in the other city help to build everything up, supply the various goods to the surface town, and the guild helps to sell them at a fair price. So most of the stuff here is actually built within the undercity of Vunrim. So you guys travel around for a bit uh, before eventually, Krognar, you do see Gilan. Yeah, from the moment I see him, I'll be like, Gilan, Gilan, my friend! He will look up. Galan is willowy for a dwarf, not as heavy. Long white hair pulled back into a very tight braid and a little bit of a, uh, not a thick bushy beard, but a thinner beard kind of that falls to a, a more of a point. Very well kept and wears very nice tailored clothing. And you see kind of light bluish cape that has trimmings of fur around it. He looks up and he goes, Yes, what can I do for you? Galan, it is I, Krognar, Krognar Onehorn. Ah, uh, yes, Krognar, my friend. How goes your investigation? It, uh, it goes well. I am getting close to the rumors, as I believe. But I have found these fine folks to help me with the investigation, as I am only one man. Or one Minotaur. <laughs> A very well-equipped Minotaur from what I have seen. Your friends? Uh, please, Galan Silverax. May I introduce the Holy Forge Company, otherwise known as Rumble Squad? I will make a brief note. Auric, the name Silverax triggers what made you remember this man. He is a relative of an old friend of yours that you lost contact with a long time ago that lived in Von Rim. Do I know what his relation was to her? An uncle. An uncle? And he goes, Aye, the, uh, the Holy Forge Company, what the- Hmm. Well, Rumble Squad, then, uh, a pleasure to meet all of you. Now, I assume they are here to help you with your investigation. Yes, yes, correct. As we had discussed, uh, there was potential for renegotiation if I were to look at subcontracting, and I recommended that we come and visit to- pursue such uh, negotiations. Well, I am sure we can come up with some sort of deal in order to benefit the both of us, and you know squashing these rumors would be a major boon to the entire town of Van Rim. I can offer 40 gold per person to discover what is the cause of all these rumors and, and terrible things. Uh, to squash them, 70 gold per person. I thought that you looked familiar. Aren't you related to, uh, Anbara? Uh, Anbara. She went back to, uh, Rumnaheim and is doing quite well there from what I hear. I haven't seen her in some time with business being the way that it is here. I, I haven't been back here in many, uh, many a year either. But 
Pardon me for not introducing myself. I am Oric Fireforge of the Fireforge clan. Anbera and I used to be uh, childhood friends, although I admit we've fallen out of contact in recent years. Fireforge. Smiths, yes? Aye. One of the finest around. Uh, left Von Rim, though, quite some time ago. Well, if you're ever interested in setting up shop here, I know some people. We could get you through the door for a small fee, of course, but to discuss at a later time if you can help to solve uh, my little problem here. Well, uh, that that brings me to the little problem. Hi, Dahlia Resterick. Now let's give like a little brat bow. Instead of the money, I actually, I work for the Iron Iron Swords Guild. Uh, we operate mostly out of Halir, southwest of Orenthal. Maybe heard of it. We're growing up and coming, and I'm looking to work with other guilds or merchants to get trade deals. It would help get your goods moved out of town, help get money coming in. Roll a persuasion check. 15 total. I am more than happy to uh, make deals that don't involve coin, but benefit both of us. Tell you what, you make sure that this problem is solved. You and I will get to sit down. We will make a deal and we'll determine the specifics of that deal at said time. Prove to me that you can handle a job like this. And I think that would entitle you to an understanding of handling the various merchandise that our guilds here have. I'll outstretch in. I look forward to our discussion later. He spits into his palm and holds his hand out. Spit into mine. Shake. I like that he's a proper businessman. So as far as your payment, that's up to you guys. However you want to work it out, though. Only way to do it. Well, certainly, uh, you seem like someone definitely I should be talking to if I have any wares that I would like to sell here in this fine city. Ah, are you looking to forgo some of your payment for a deal on your wares? I could be interested in that, depending on the specifics, but I assume that's something you'd also like to hammer out once we've um, dealt with the problem at hand. Details, of course. Dwarves are the best at hammering out deals. <laughs> <laughs> he does a little wink to you, Auric, and is like, this one knows all too well. Oh, trust me. I know. Spits in his hand and offers it to you, Luvin. I do the same. He looks at you, Auric. As a member of Fireforge, you, of course, can sell your wares here however you want, but are you looking for payment? I I wouldn't say no to some coin. I've been meaning to replenish some of my, uh, my stock of uh, raw materials. Well, I'll tell you what. Since you're two friends here, I've foregone their uh, normal gold payment, I'll up the price for you. 50 gold to resolve and find the secrets, 100 gold to deal with the rumors. Sound fair? I... It seems fair. And then maybe we can work something out as far as clan crafting agreements or sell agreements for my wares as well. I would be more than happy to sit and talk with you on Whatever deals you wish to make in terms of your own wares, I'm curious what hmm, Holy Forge Company has to offer. And Krognar, of course. Similar deal, as well as maybe a few stories. I know you are very fond of stories. Since, you know, Dahlia brought up her point, I was like, hmm, there must be some, some interesting stories that uh, this city and the Merchant Guild has. So yes, some exchange of stories would be amazing. Tell you what, have you heard stories during the time of the Cataclysm? Only in passing. That is something that I've been pursuing, as the as my people ha were not affected as many other civilizations were. We have some of our older members of uh, the guild who were alive 
during that time. First-hand accounts? Interesting. Yes, yes. That would be fantastic. Excellent. Take care of this for me. The stories are yours. I will personally introduce you to the clan members. And as for the rest of you, we will sign agreements. And for you, Auric Fireforge, the coin, and we'll talk deals. Well, he kind of claps his hands. If that will be all, I should get it back to the rest of my... Before we go, do we need any sort of official papers or anything to be going in and out of the Undercity? No, 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 no. Uh, you're free to go about back and forth from the Undercity as much as you want. Okay, I just want to make sure we won't be stopped and questioned about our goingabouts. Oh, not at all. Uh, it mostly the Kavir Unrol that you want to avoid, not because of any issue with uh, security or our guards, but it's just unpleasant. Uh, Krognar, you having been down there can attest, yeah, it just doesn't feel right. Makes me feel dirty. I do not mind dirt, but this is dirty of the soul. That sounds oddly familiar. Hmm. Well, um, I don't know if you're aware, Krognar, the most recent, uh, disappearance? I have no- or if you've spoken to, uh, a Turuk? I believe- no, that is a new name. Well, Turuk was the, uh, the one who claims his wife left him because she wasn't his wife. Ah, yes, yes. The- an acolyte has gone missing now. It's only been about a day or two, but- if you want to take a look. If an acolyte of Yadamin is in trouble, it will be my highest priority to ensure their safety. Yes, I will. I must go visit Turek, and then uh, I the place we start, and then perhaps look into this acolyte that has gone missing. But the acolyte has not returned? No, it's, uh, as you know, the rumors say that they disappear for a few days and then return uh, a bit later, but I'm trying to recall the name. Uh, Bergrok, uh, an acolyte of Yadamin. Well, it seems that they all return perfectly unharmed, but otherwise, just different from what people say. Anyways, I should be off. The best of luck to all of you. This, he does a, like, slight little head bow, claps his hands loudly together, and starts to scurry off and just goes, Ah, no, no, you need to raise the sign. And just wonder. Before we start heading off in any direction, I'm going to uh, get Krognar's attention. Do you have any place we could store the mule and cart for the day, as I don't think we want it just trundling along behind us while we travel? Oh, yes, yes. I did not even think of that. Uh, yeah, we may... Let's head back to the um, the short nomad, I believe. Yes, the short nomad. Let's head back there, and we can get you set up for there as well. I know them well, and I believe we can be taken well care of. So, as you kind of start to pass by uh, Anvil the mule... Krognar, you know, he kind of like sniffs towards your pockets. Seems to like be searching if, do you have any food? Like, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll pull out a snack and gladly hand it to him and kind of, you know, scruff the, the bridge of his nose. Just like munches, like seems happily just, and just, you just hear the clip-clop and the roll of the carts as he follows behind. Would you say a mule, right? He's a mule. Who's a good mule? Who's a good mule? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Um, so you guys are able to find space for, for Anvil, and, and they're able to hold the card up for you with no problem. Um, so, where are you guys headed? I will defer to the group. I will say two options. We could head over to uh, Turok's house and get some base information, perhaps. Kind of get a baseline of exactly how the dis- disappearance may have occurred and the return of, of his wife. And then... Go and visit the uh, the temple to Yadamine. I think that sounds like a good 
idea because once we have the Acolytes Trail, hopefully we'll go from there. Yes, yes, that was my thought. I agree with this plan. Seems reasonable to me. Hey, sounds good. All right, and that is where we're going to leave this episode for today. Thank you all for listening. Please share this with your friends and follow us on Twitter at Rules is Written or check out our website, dndraw.com. And feel free to email any questions to me at dm at dndraw.com. Also subscribe and leave us a review or comment anywhere podcasts are found. And please show your support for our show and check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. And I hope you see you all next time in the world of Ostia.